Welcome to the Sleepy Cues Podcast, where Linda Schmolowitz and Jessica Suiki will share answers to all your questions related to your children's sleep and parenting of young children. We are both certified gentle sleep coaches. Thanks for tuning in to hear the answers to the many questions that come up with the families we work with. Hi, welcome. This is Jessica Sawicki of Lily Sleep Consulting. We're on season two of Sleep EQ's podcast, and we just want to thank all our listeners out there for joining us. We always encourage all our listeners to send in any questions or topics you'd like us to cover. Actually, today's topic was sent to us by one of our listeners. We're going to be talking about the sleep sack, swaddles, and we're just going to cover the difference between all of them and give our opinions on the different brands and the different types. Thank you for joining us, and please do not forget to leave a rating or review when you're done. Being a new parent is a little bit overwhelming. We are seeking advice from families and friends, our older siblings, even the internet, which we all know is not ideal. New things are always coming out, new brands, and also a lot of recalls, so it definitely gets a little confusing as far as what do I need to buy when I have a newborn, what is mandatory, what is just optional? What should I stay away from? I'll never forget when my son, who's now 13 years old, one of our presents was a video monitor. And I remember them being really, really expensive and also kind of being new to be able to see your child while they're in the crib. I mean, mind blowing, right? Think about our parents. They couldn't even hear us with an audio monitor. So things change year to year. So today's topic is one that our listener had actually requested us to cover and we're so happy she did because I know a lot of you guys have questions about sleep sacks and swaddles. So thank you for sending that over. I'm going to be going over the difference between a sleep sack and a swaddle. What are their benefits? And then I'll go into details as far as the different brands that are out there and our opinions on them. First off, let's talk about what is a sleep sack and what is a swaddle. So a swaddle is something that you use with your newborn to wrap them up and keep them cozy and snug. A sleep sack is what I like to compare it to like a potato sack. So it's a lot looser, unlike the swaddle, and it is used for the older kids. So let's go into detail what those differences are. A swaddle you will use with your baby for the first four months. It really helps to avoid that moral reflex. So you know when they like startle themselves with their arms and they just kind of wake themselves up. That moral reflex is really important, especially those first three to four months. And so the swaddle helps calm them down, promotes sleep, and actually stops that moral reflex from waking them up. You're not going to use a swaddle for that long. You'll use it for the first three to four months. You want to make sure that you stop using the swaddle either when your child is anywhere around four to five months or when your baby starts rolling over because this can be a safety issue or when they start breaking through that swaddle. Now, what's a sleep sack? A sleep sack, like I mentioned before, is for the older kids. So when you transition out of the swaddle and there's actually transitional swaddles, which I will be going over after, you're going to transition into a sleep sack. You don't have to use it if you don't want to, but they're great. It's a safe way to have a blanket without using a real blanket. So there is no safety concern if your child uses a sleep sack, whereas if your 
worried that your child is cold, you do not want to put a blanket because remember, blankets are not recommended under the age of 12 months. So if you're worried about your child's temperature or if it's really cold in the room because I know a lot of parents uh, are worried if their child is too hot or too cold and there's always the case where one parent thinks it's too hot and the other one thinks it's too cold. Why is that? So you definitely want to use a sleep sack if you're concerned that your child is cold. Also, it really helps when they're older because as your child gets older, they're gonna stand and some of them might even try to jump out. So this helps them avoid jumping out. Now, at a younger age, it's great because it helps avoid their little feet getting stuck in the crib slats. So all in all, it's great. It keeps them warm. It avoids getting their feet getting stuck in the crib slats or even jumping out. But again, if you don't want to use it, you don't have to. Now, what are the benefits of a sleep sack and a swaddle? They both promote sleep and a sense of security. So they're a really good indicator of it's time to go to sleep. I'm going to put you in your sleep sack and now the baby knows it's time to go to sleep. And it gives them a sense of security, feeling safe and comfortable. It also helps keep their temperature constant, which is really important for the newborns who can't regulate their temperature on their own before I go into detail as far as the different brands. Let's talk a little bit about the baby's temp because it's a very important part of choosing a swaddle and a sleep sack. During pregnancy, a baby's body temperature is always regulated inside the womb. Once the baby comes out, they need to keep warm with fatty tissue, which a lot of these newborns don't have a lot. So in order to keep themselves warm, they are burning off a lot of energy, which can cause stress and make them more tired. According to the Children's Hospital of Pennsylvania, babies do not adapt to changes in temperature as well or as efficiently as adults. Because what happens is babies lose heat really quickly, actually as much as four times faster than adults. So keep that in mind. They're actually losing that heat a lot quicker, so they're probably a lot colder than we are. Premature and low birth weight babies have an even more difficult time regulating their body temperature because of their low amount of body fat. A baby will lose up to 85% of his heat through the head. So this is why we put those cute little hats on them when they're newborns. It's really important to keep a hat on during the day so that they don't lose a lot of that body heat. A baby will start totally regulating their temperature naturally on their own after about a year, year and a half. So keep in mind that that first year and a half or so, they are still a little sensitive to those temperatures. So knowing that our babies are really sensitive to temperature and temperature change, especially staying warm and losing that heat that they need to stay warm, I do want to go over a little bit about TOG. So TOG, T-O-G, is short for Thermal Overall Grade. It is a standard of measure of how much heat the piece of clothing retains. In other words, how warm that piece of clothing or garment keeps the baby. But in this case, we're gonna be talking about swaddles and sleep sacks. Many parents worry that their child is really cold, so they tend to actually overdress them, which can cause overheating and is a huge risk factor for SIDS. So you need to keep in mind how many layers your child is wearing and the products that your baby is using, swaddles, things like that, 
especially at a newborn age, so that they're not too hot. You need to keep in mind room of the temperature and how many layers they have, as well as this tog. So each sleep sack and each swaddle will tell you the tog rating or number. So what are those numbers? What are you looking for? Are you looking for high numbers or low numbers? So the higher the number, the warmer it will keep you, okay? We're looking at numbers of 0 0.5, 1.0, etc. For example, if your child's nursery is at that suggested temperature of about 68 to 72, inside the room, we're not talking about outside, TOG number should be at about 1.0. If it's on the colder side inside the room, you will want the number higher. If it's warmer in the room, you will want a lower TOG. So standard base TOG 1.0 if your child's room is anywhere between 68 and 72. If it's colder than that, higher TOG number. If it's warmer than that, you want a lower TOG number. Remember, it's really important to choose a TOG number based on the inside the room temperature, not outside. So now that we've covered the basics of sleep sacks and swaddles and the importance of the temperature, let's go into detail on each of them and let me talk a little bit about the different brands. When you're talking about swaddles, again, it's for those babies zero to four months. You wanna make sure that they're not overheating. Now, when you put the swaddle, you also wanna make sure that it's not too tight. So snug enough and tight, but loose enough that you can actually put your hand through the swaddle and their back. So if you stick your hand to touch their back, you're able to do that. So it's snug on the top. From the waist down, the swaddle should be loose so that they can move their feet around and so that you don't cause that hip dysplasia. That's really important as a newborn. Swaddles originated many years ago. They actually started off with blankets. So in the hospital, they would create a triangle, tuck in one side, tuck it in the other side, wrap them up like a little burrito. But since then, swaddles have advanced and now they're super easy that you can just stick the baby in this little sack Velcro, Velcro, and then their arms are nice and snug and tight. I like those. That's actually the ones that I've used with my kids. It just made it easier both to put them in at bedtime in the middle of the night. A few examples are the Swaddle Me or the Aiden and Ana. So Aiden and Ana has that lighter feel to the swaddles and their blankets. So those are great. The Swaddle Me is the most common one. Again, I would look for one that has a Velcro. It just makes your life easier, both at bedtime in the middle of the night when you need to go back and swaddle them again. If you're old school and you know how to do that triangle like they did back in the day, by all means, go ahead and do that. Just be careful because they can actually break through those blankets and then their arms come out and that can become a safety issue. Remember I mentioned that there were some transitional ones. So in between swaddle and sleep sack. This is more for those baby anywhere between three to five months uh, where the baby becomes a little bit more mobile but still has a moral reflex. So you need to be careful because you don't want to keep on swaddling them because they're more mobile but they still have that moral reflex so we kind of need to keep them a little bit tighter. Zippity Zip is a common brand. It's also a transitional one. It's in between that sleep sack and that swaddle. It is a looser fit so 
while the arms and legs are inside, um, they can actually move them around, which is really important because once your child starts sleeping, rolling over, and they're able to kind of move their hands to the sides, lift their head up, and go side to side. They can wiggle around in it so it's easier if they're becoming mobile. The zippity zip looks basically like a starfish. The material is really loose, it's stretchy, and it's easy to keep the arms and legs inside, but at the same time, move them if they need to. The love to dream, also they're enclosed. It's a little bit of a tighter fit. It's great for those babies that like to sleep with their arms up. So they're able to have their arms by their ears, next to their ears and heads. And I know a lot of babies like to sleep with their arms up, but the actual love to dream Swaddle is a lot more snug and tight as opposed to the zippity zip. The Merlin sleep suit is another really big common one. Lots of parents use it. This one looks more like a space suit because it's really thick um, and big and so it kind of keeps the baby still. If you'd have to imagine it, there's like thick and heavy. It prevents them from moving a lot. The one thing that you want to keep in mind with the Merlin sleep suit is that you have to be careful because it's so thick that they can overheat. So make sure that you're not using a lot of layers under that um, because a Merlin sleep suit already is thick enough. So if you notice that your child is anywhere between three to four months or three to five months and they're still not fully rolling over, but they become a little bit more mobile and they still have a little bit of that moral reflex, definitely look into those transitional ones like the zippity zip, the love to dream, the Merlin sleep suit. So they've transitioned out of the swaddle or that transitional part. Now they're going into the sleep sacks. Sleep sack, again, anything after five to six months old if you want to do it. There's different ones. There's regular ones with arms that are coming out. So they have like a whole, like a sleeveless one, basically. There are ones that actually have with sleeves. So if, if it's cold outside, they're actually wearing with sleeves a loose sleep sack. They come in different materials, cotton, muslin, fleece. So find the material that works for you. The Halo sleep sack was the first one. And it came out in the early 2000s. It's great. It's pretty easy to use, and it's the first one that came out, so it's also the most common one. It's everyone's top pick. It's not expensive. It has soft cotton material. It also has that inverted zipper, and that's great because it can go up and down, which makes it a lot easier with those diaper changes in the middle of the night. So you can actually close it if you push it up. You can close it if you push it down. So great overall sleep sack. The sleep sack with a weight is the one that's called a nested bean. So it provides a little bit of pressure. It's like a little bean, a little egg on their chest. The thing with that one is that when they start rolling over and they're sleeping on their belly, it's a little bit uncomfortable because it's on their chest and it's bulging into their chest. So keep in mind about the nested bean because that can be a little bit uncomfortable. One thing with the sleep sack, whether it's the halo or the nested bean or any other ones, you need to keep in mind the temperature, so what material you're using. If it's a warmer or colder environment, you need to make sure how many layers you have. As they get older, you can transition them to bigger sleep sacks. They go up until toddler age, so keep on transitioning them into the bigger sizes. For the older ones, this is a great trick that I like to do. As they get older, they might want to jump out or lift their leg over the crib. And so some of them will just zip it down and take it off. A great trick is 
flip that sleep sack around, put the zipper in the back so that your child cannot open the sleep sack and take it off. It's a great um, tactic that I like to use for those older ones. So pick a sleep sack that works for your child, different materials. Aiden and A, the muslin one is really soft and also really light. The Woolino is made out of wool, so it's a little bit thicker. The Simple Joy is the best micro fleece. So if you're looking one that has micro fleece, that's really a good one. Sleep sacks and swaddles both promote great sleep habit. Both promote great sleep and a sense of security. It's great because they're both basically wearable blankets that help keep them warmer. Again, with both of them, keep in mind their temperature, their layers, and the materials. Remember that you want to look at the temperature inside the room, not what's outside. Remember to keep in mind that TOG, that guide that gives you the number as far as how much heat that garment will retain because we want to make sure that these kids are not cold but we also want to make sure that they're not overheating i hope this was helpful to that listener that sent in that question hopefully you're listening and this has helped guided you as far as what sleep sack and swaddle you're going to use for our other listeners thank you for listening remember send in your questions or comments or topics we do Take those into consideration and we will answer your questions on the CBQ's podcast. And don't forget to submit your ratings and reviews. Thanks for joining me today.